You're listening to Honey Unfiltered, the podcast where you can find conversations that are unfiltered and good for the soul. Hello, and welcome back to Honey Unfiltered. I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for listening along the way of this podcast. Though it's still pretty new, I've had a lot of fun taking on this new journey, and I'm so grateful for you joining me and listening in, making this our journey. And speaking of journeys, today I'm sitting on my dock, actually, (laughs) outside, because we've got some construction going on in the house so if you hear any wind just don't mind that Uh, but today we're talking about who we are how we can continue on the path of self-discovery and roadblocks and challenges along the way that are probably more common than we think and some that I've faced as well so let's get started we're going to start off with some highs and lows of the week to kind of segue into this week's conversation so to start off with the low, I was going on a week of on and off night shifts. I started school and I've been having to operate at a level of normalcy and attentiveness throughout the nights and days while also having to keep up with other parts of life that just don't take a pause while other things are going on. And so I've been trying to get decent sleep so I can do it over again. And that balance has, I guess, been a low, but it's also been a high turned into a high at least in that it was leaving my final night shift of the week and on the way to class for the day actually and I was realizing yeah I might be tired and maybe I feel a little delirious right now but geez I really I really wouldn't want it any other way sure I may think it's crazy that this is my schedule right now but it's all for the better so that's my high and just realizing that I'm I'm loving my life, which is something that I really don't think you should be ashamed to declare. But for some reason, I think a lot of us are when we are loving our life. Or if you're in a constant state of loving your life, don't be ashamed about that. So anyways, the more I focus, so I'm loving my life, but the more I focus on those exhausting parts, the more I start to think negatively about my life and question the reasons why I'm doing X, Y, or Z, what the purpose is, and so on. So here we go. Over time, if we ground ourselves in negativity about our lives, we start to lose sight of our identity, our purpose, and everything that you really do love about your life, who you are, and where you're going. So to speak more broadly, we begin to expose ourselves to thoughts of inadequacy and further dig this hole in this one area of our life, trying to be perfect in this or that, thinking, once I'm perfect here, I can move on to the next thing. But what is perfect? And how does your impression of perfect really compare to the greater reason of why you're doing that thing in that area? So in turn, we cement our identity in our stories. We are sometimes led to think that's all we are, that one story that is in our past. For me, I look back on things I've done, periods I went through in high school and college in particular with an eating disorder, where I can recall moments I felt so lost and helpless because I felt such a deep grounding, one too deep, in this thing that really didn't even matter in the grand scheme of things. I felt like I'd convinced myself that I could not be anything more because that 
which was soccer, took up so much time, energy, and so on. So I focused so much on trying to make up for the areas in which I was told or that I felt I was deficient. So I was convinced, okay, soccer is my job. And since I'm not where I want to be in my job yet, I need to commit everything I have to this sport. Everything else comes after. And maybe these weren't conscious thoughts, but the idea was definitely very apparent in my daily thoughts and actions, especially in hindsight. So I did this, and after stepping out of that environment, hearing other stories, and, you know, hindsight 2020, I can recognize that we grow into one thing. And for me, it was growing into a soccer player. And we focus on that being our identity, thinking that that is our purpose. We convince ourselves that we cannot be more than that one or few things at a time. We think that since I'm becoming a soccer player, that is all I'm becoming. But maybe in becoming a soccer player, I'm becoming a better person. I'm becoming better in this other area of my life or that. And unfortunately, that's something I didn't realize until I decided I needed to step away from the sport. I wish I would have known that earlier so that I could act on it and maybe even continue playing and working through my struggles with more guidance at the time. And take it for what it's worth, there are so many more purposes out there for us as well. Perhaps we even face these times so that we can see them as trials where we have the opportunity to make a decision on how we will use the context and details of that trial to write the rest of our story to use the stories of our past and the situations of our present to grow into a renewed, bolder, more passionate and confident present and future self. So to embrace this, and I believe to avoid identity crises in any activity or career and so on, we need to deeply know that, hey, I am greater, I am more purposed, I am more dynamic than I'm giving myself credit for. This, for me, in one point it was soccer or this moment this mistake does not define me Kimberly Crenshaw coined the term intersectionality which was intended to apply to sociological qualities such as gender race socioeconomic status and so on and it pins down the idea that we can be and we are more than just one social identity at once for example I'm a white middle-class female and each of these qualities come to an intersection in various areas of my life. It further solidifies the idea that certain identities inherently give you more or less advantages in the social world based off social ideologies. But I think this is also an appropriate term for more than just sociological studies to invite the idea that we have intersectionality when we think about our purpose and things we do in our lives, I think we can more gracefully invite variation and excitement into our lives as to avoid drowning in identity and becoming a wreck because you only know yourself as one thing. Because listen, what happens when that one thing ends? What if it fails you and, shocker, your life keeps going? This happens, and it's bound to happen at some point if it hasn't yet, and I know this because it happened to me, and so I know it's going to happen again. So this is why it's important to go back to those things you've always wanted to try and do them, to have a hobby or two or three, and to be doing other things you really enjoy for one reason or another. 
I think we need to establish our faith in something bigger, something beyond the earthly matters, so that we have something bigger to fall back on and keep our feet steady when those things of this world fail us. When I started this podcast, I actually had a week or so of stressing about, oh my gosh, do I really want to do what I've been going to school for and thought I've wanted to do, to do my entire life anymore? And shortly I came to realize those thoughts came to me because I was finally diving into other interests of mine. I finally felt I was spreading myself a bit more evenly across my life and my interests. So it can seem uncomfortable to branch out because it might make you question some things, but from my experience overall, I think it's actually a great thing and it can accomplish a few things. One, it can make you realize you don't, maybe you don't want to do that thing anymore that you've been working so hard for so long. And two, maybe doing more things helps you help serves as a reminder of why you do want to continue doing that thing you've worked so hard for for so long and it helps you to see that in doing other things along with that initial interest can help you maintain your passion for that sport activity career path etc and so the key here i think is uh keeping an open mind and loving mind about yourself who you are the reason you are where you are and who you are intended to be beyond your hobbies, jobs, sport, etc. is your greatest strength, your biggest flex, and can and should be used as your power move through life, especially when it comes to discovering yourself. So, for stuck and don't know where to start, well, for me, Pinterest has been a really good friend. Uh, you can look up posts for self-care, how to find a new hobby, all those things, and you'll get little blurbs, little images that were created that gives super simple examples. One of the things that I came across at one point when I was feeling really bored with life is uh, this little post that talked about having five hobbies in life. One to make money, one to keep you in shape, one to keep you creative, one to build your knowledge, and one to evolve your mindset. And I took a piece of paper and a pen and I just kind of wrote down examples that I could have in my life of any one of these hobbies that I would enjoy something that could make me money that I would enjoy some different exercises that I could do that keep me in shape um, something that I would enjoy that keeps me creative and so on Um, you could also just generally look into new ideas for self-care or simply tap back into the things that you've considered self-care for a while for yourself get back into those pull out a pen and paper start planning that thing that you've been wanting to do and get to it feel productive in that way and you feel really good about starting the things or having a general idea maybe now a more concrete idea that you've planned something that you've wanted to do for so long and surround yourself with peace and a solid tribe this has definitely been something that I have been blessed with like I've been blessed with amazing people my whole life but I mean part of that is a choice I choose to surround myself with good people there's been times where I surrounded myself with not so good people and I came to realize wow this is not benefiting me but the purpose of surrounding yourself with good people is so that you can be encouraged by their example by their voice conversations to 
set goals for yourself to accomplish things to continue to be productive to love others to do those things that you want to do and then you can in turn inspire them because it's just that mutual relationship of encouragement and I think one of the most important things is to spend time alone to do your research and in doing so to further establish as a knowledge that you are on the path toward greater self-discovery and love because you're doing something refreshing for yourself and remember if it scares you use that to fuel your fire in doing the dang thing in college in job applications more is better and we all roll our eyes at this because oh but life is already so busy but what if instead of focusing on checking the boxes we looked at inviting these different things that we've wanted to do or new things that seem exciting into our lives as a means for more balance because what if you are as dynamic as you dream of being and you can do it all alexis jones in an interview for the real pod podcast once said we can do something for no other reason but that they bring us joy So we need to trust the process and know that we don't have to have everything together to be ready for the next thing. Life is going to happen anyway. Someone recently reminded me that we're never going to figure out life. So if we wait for that moment, we'll be waiting our lives away. Trust and expect that guidance exists for you through life and do the things that your heart is called to do. Now, we're all at different points in this journey, and everyone's journey looks different. So if there is someone you think is admirable in the way they let things go, maybe they have a way of going after things they want, I would encourage you and myself to try and connect more with those people, to intentionally set ourselves in environments with others who motivate us to be better humans, people who help keep us on the path toward a purposed, fulfilling life. If we do this... I think we'll be pleasantly surprised by the way things turn out when we act on what we're called and drawn to. When we stop trying to take control over everything and forget about perfectionism for a moment or a lifetime. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Honey Unfiltered Podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and if you'd like to continue listening and joining in on the conversation, please like and subscribe, and definitely leave any comments in the comment section. I would love to see your thoughts. So go out there, be encouraged, encourage others, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Honey Unfiltered Podcast. Podcast.